Hello? Hey, Saif? Yes. Oh, I was trying to get someone on the podcast to talk about Jay-Z. No, I don't want to talk about Jay-Z. Wait, hello? Welcome to Juan App. Welcome to Juan App, the podcast. Ah, uh, yes. As opposed to the TV show, the long-form writing or the mm-hmm. um, national public radio broadcast. No, this is the podcast version. Yeah, this is the one where we say whatever we want. All right, good morning. Good afternoon. Good evening. And good night. Hey, man, how's it going? It's going pretty good. Yeah? Living that life, you know what I'm saying? You mean like life, just actually life. Yeah, living life. Are people, you're happy with the podcast? Getting a lot of good response. Being back in the game. Back in the podcast swing of things. Yeah, it's starting to feel like a normal part of life now again. Yeah, I like it. We do want Epstein. People bring it up now. Mm -hmm. Like it's not past tense. Oh, I listen to Juan Epp. They say that now. Have you heard people do this? Oh, I love your podcast, Juan EP. No, no. You haven't heard that? No, that hasn't happened. Swear to God, I've heard that. Oh, then you're out more than I am and you're meeting new fans. You're meeting new people. Oh, I love Juan EP. No. Yeah. I think it's because I think it's because the logo, the EP is capitalized both the e and the p where the one is just a j right so it's like uh one ep and i'm like Ugh. yo we should put out a one ep without spitting bars you know a one ep one ep yeah it's <laughs> a good idea um all right well listen don't worry we are off of jay-z's uh missteps yeah we're off I of mean, our personal stories it, missteps were only one episode and it wasn't even that much stuff no and in fact some of it included it wasn't just missteps it was beef also so it wasn't like it was all missteps I think we were very fair, Saif. I think we're being real journalists. Yeah. Um, and now today, Saif, we get into the nerdy talk that I know you truly enjoy, for mm-hmm. example. Mm-hmm. This is how you, how Jay-Z interacts with other artists. Love it. You know what I'm talking about? There's so many different versions of that conversation. And we've talked about some artists. We've talked about the Biggie relationship, mm-hmm. Foxy Brown a little bit, yep. Kanye, some um, they're central, but on this one, we're going to dig deeper. The yeah. other producers and artists that he's worked with, plus those big ones as well. Um, but I think that's important to talk about. The producer is such a big part of hip hop. Very a big part of hip hop and a big part of Jay-Z's sound, his albums, uh, what I what what are somewhat uh, and this is not the right term, but like concept albums like Blueprint is a concept album to me. A concept album with three producers all with the same kind of sound. You know what I'm saying? So his production partners are always well thought out, I thought. Yeah. Um, who's your favorite? We've discussed this a little bit previously, but who who's your favorite producer for Jay-Z? Um, I would have to say... Uh, uh, I don't know. It would probably... It would probably be between Kanye and Pharrell. Mm. Yeah. Interesting. Um, all right, Saif, I have an idea. Yeah. We're talking all about these producers. How about we talk to one of the producers Jay-Z worked with? Oh, no way. Yep. Don't tell me you got um, Ninth Wonder on the phone. No, I don't actually have Ninth oh. Wonder on the phone. Oh. I think you have his mis- number? I have his number. Oh. Wait, this is going to be something you're actually more excited about. What? DJ Pa-pa-pa-pa-pa. Premier. Oh, I love Premier. DJ Premier is half of the legendary group Gangstar, and they have a new album out right now, by the way. Plus, he's also worked with so many amazing artists, including Jay-Z. Yo, Premier. Yo, what up, man? I'm sitting here with Cypher Sounds doing the Wanette podcast. 
Cypher Sounds. I don't know that. What's his name? You know me, Louis Diaz. You've seen him. You know me oh, when I made Louis. you sign an autograph. Yeah, I know Louis. <laughs> All right, well, Primo, listen, I wanted to ask you a quick question. Um, yeah. We're talking, we're doing our podcast about Jay-Z. Um, do you have a favorite, do you have a favorite collaboration of yours with Jay-Z? Um, a million and one questions and uh, with, with uh, Ron No More All is One because... Uh, he's always told me from Reasonable Doubt to at least that album uh, actually all the songs we've ever done together except for So Ghetto uh, he's always described to me how he wants it to be done and he's always done the rhyme acapella over the phone the, uh, the, the Evils was the first time he ever did that and then when we came to the second album he was like, yo, I want it to be a two-part song. And he said, the first part, you know, I wanted to do like this. And then he said, when you merge it to the second part, I like the way you be doing those breakdowns before the song comes on. And he said, and when the second part comes on, I'm going to go, motherfuckers can. And he said, right when I say rhyme, I want the beat to drop. I was like, all right. He said, wow. yo, can, can wow. you do it today? And I was like, yeah, I can do it today. And he said, uh. I, I, he said, two shorts coming to meet me at D&D. &D. I was like, oh, word. I was like, that, which means short have already known each other from my Texas roots. But, you know, coming to D&D, &D, it was like, wow, two shorts coming to D&D. &D. And that was like a big deal. So Jay comes in with two short. And he's like, yo, we're going to be in the other room working on this new joint called A Week Ago. I was like, oh, cool. I'm going to come peek my head in. I'll do the first part of A Million and One. And you can come in when I have and tell me when, when what you think. I did it. Went in the other room and said, yo, come come listen to it. He said, that's it. Went in the booth and just cut it. He said, I'm going to be back in the room again. He goes back in with Short. And uh, I did the rhyme no more part. I went back in there and said, yo, I got the other part. And, and I even said, start it and I'll hit the button when you say motherfuckers can so you can hear how it comes on. And he goes, motherfuckers can, bam, and it came on. He goes, woo, that's it. <laughs> and, uh, He'd went in there, cut that, and then there, there it was. That's just one of my favorite songs, just from the whole construction of it. I, I, th I thought it was very accurate to his, to his description, and, uh, and, and we, we, we made another banger. Tough. Well, okay, one more question for you. Who's your favorite producer to work with Hove besides you? Ooh, good question. To work with... Um... Like who's the favorite? Who's his? When you listen to his music, another producer who you think really brings the best out of him? Mm. Uh, definitely Just Blaze. Mm. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Um, Prem, I'm gonna give you a hit later, man. Thanks for answering. We appreciate it. Hi, y'all. Can later, I have it? Can I have your new number? No. He, can I have it? No. I already. Hung, can oh, I have he, his new number? He already hung up. He already. No, hung you up. hung up. I just saw you press the button. Well, either way, he's not there anymore. Um, so I can't get his permission. I'm not comfortable passing along his number. <laughs> just Blaze, Sife, we didn't even mention Just Blaze. We did not even just talk about Just Blaze. Well, so hold on. What is, um, what's my favorite Just Blaze Jay-Z collabo? True. Just Blaze, Girls, Girls, Girls. Yeah. Um, Song Cry. Yeah. Um, Jay, are... He did PSA and um, uh, Turn My Music Ha, Ha, Ha. Hey, you, you don't, don't know. know. He did Hovey Baby, for better or for worse. Um, he did fire Joe Budden and Buster Rhymes. Oh, do Jay Z only? Wait I know. Now. I'm joking. I'm not. I was. Wait I was just that. throwing in a random Joe Budden, Buster Rhymes record. Um, 
Let's see. He did Show Me What You Got. I don't like that song. But it was big, though. It I got know. beer commercials. I don't like it. I um, never liked that song. He did the uh, the Saigon remix that Jay was on, too, remember? Come Again? Come On Baby. Oh. Um, yeah, he, Jess Blaze got Saigon. Jay-Z on a Saigon record. Yes. I mean, of course, it's it ends up being weird. Whole nother story you've heard on one ep before about why that record never moved after that. But, um, and of course, it involves me messing things up. But he did get Jay Z on the remix for yeah. Come On Baby by mm -hmm. Saigon. Um, Girls, Girl, Song Cry, Pe Song Cry is considered one of Ho's biggest records. Yeah, Song Cry is a lot of people's favorite songs by Jay. Not my favorite song by Jay. No, but it's a lot of girls love that song too. Women, yeah. ladies. And by the way, it's not a Jay-Z song, but... Song Cry? No, that is a Jay-Z oh. song. Mac Bitch by Beanie. That era, woof, where he was at, rock the mic. What, Just Blaze? Yeah, but Just didn't do What We Do? What, what We Do. By Freeway with Jay and Beanie? Yeah, he did. He did that too? Yeah. What We Do is Wrong. Yeah, that's Just. Woof. Yeah. He, yeah, it's fire. That's a reasonable argument by Premier to have him in the conversation at the top as far as that goes. Um, Timbaland now, Cypher. Timbaland made uh, some classics. Some big ones, I'd Did, say. Um, uh, Another song I'm not allowed to... I'm trying to, to think of... I'm trying to think of how much... Jay helped certain producers or how much they helped him and the and the the tug of war between that. You know what I'm saying? Because we can argue between DMX and Jay-Z, they created Swiss beats. Yeah, I mean, I, you know I, what I mean, but Timbaland was already established, but the songs he did with Jay are are always next level. And I feel like, I feel like, and what is it the I think it's the Black Album documentary where they're playing oh, beats yeah. and they play a song and then it ended up becoming a ludicrous song later on, remember? Mm -hmm. But um, but I feel Jay sits with Timberland and and I think and this is all speculation, but I I feel like they have a conversation about what's your next sound, what's the sound you're toying around with or tinkering with. I want to be on that. Because if you think of every Jay Z song, it's a really interesting. It's point. a, it's like the next, and then everything after that for a while, sounds like it spawned from that. So I feel like Jay pushes Timberland, um, and I think Timberland pushes Jay. Yeah, because think about it, Big Pimpin' doesn't sound like anything else. No, um, wait, all right, so let's go through uh, Volume Two. It's uh, N Word. What N Word? Who? Yeah, song. I'm not. I'm not even allowed to mention that song. You can't say it at all. I just what do you to call go, it? I just call what, it what? Who? No, I just call it this. Ready? Uh -huh. Do you like that one by Jay Z and Timberland? Which one? Um, oh, you just you just make a face like a. I just I just push my lips forward. Okay, like a, you Wait, know you what I'm talking about. Go, boom. Yeah, just do that. The one that Jazzo's randomly on. Yeah, it why felt, is Jazzo on? I don't. That? You, I don't mind him on it. Well, I never get to that verse. You're getting get out. To, You're getting out. Especially as a DJ, two verses. It was so random at the time, though, that they brought it. was Originators 99. They called it yeah. Originators 99, referencing all the way back to early in the one ep season. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. And then... Um, so you got N-Word, what, N-Word, who? Paper Chase is good, too, but it's not... Also not listed here because it's not a Jay-Z song anymore, but it was a Jay-Z song. Is That Your Bitch? Yes. 
And well, I don't, I'm not asking the question. I'm talking about the song. What? Is Wait, that who's when there? you said yes. Yes. I thought you were answering my question. It's not. Uh, yes, it's not a Jay-Z song technically. Oh, so you weren't saying that it is your bitch. No. Because who are we even talking about? I don't know. Well, you don't know that. You, you know, shouldn't have answered. I'm letting, you right, I'm letting you know right now. That bitch ain't mine. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, um, uh, is uh, that your bitch is... Because I told you I told you this before, right? That it was out on Jay-Z's album on the UK release. Mm -hmm. So I knew the song before because they were playing that in London. But when the album came out, it wasn't it wasn't on there. And then later on, it became a Memphis Bleak record. So I have a version on vinyl before it was a Memphis Bleak song. I You told us that earlier in the season, and it blew my mind yeah. and upset me simultaneously because yeah. I don't have I have it. a UK pressing. And I and the problem is you're currently locked out of your basement, so you can't even go I get it. I am locked out of my basement. Yeah, so you can't even... How do you get into, how do you get into your own house? Me? I use the key and just walk well, in the front saying, door. You lost I, the key. Oh, how do you prove you to the locksmith. locksmith? But how do you prove it's your house when the stuff to prove it is in the house? Well, especially when you're because it's not the address on my ID. And you're a Puerto Rican guy named Luis Diaz. Yeah, and I'm like, hey, let's go by the house when no one's home and sneak into the basement. <laughs> They're like, all right, Diaz, we're taking you straight to the station. <laughs> you're like, no, no, this is my house. Uh, anyway, okay, that's sad because I really would like to hear it. I'll but anyways, that's it. another great Jay Z Timberland collab. Yeah, and then Big Pimpin is like, what is that? Like, that one took a, a minute to digest for people. But boy, when it kicked in, yeah, shoof. Yeah. I mean, you could argue the reason so many New York hip-hop heads even really know about UGK is just that record. Yeah, Nicki Minaj said that in a song recently, like, you know, in the last five years, where she goes, I didn't even know Pimp C was the guy on, on Big Pimpin'. She said that? Yeah, there's a there's a rhyme she says because Pimp C and Bun B like became to a younger generation became known after that, but you didn't even realize it was because of Big Pimpin. But it makes perfect sense. I mean, people they were underground kings. They were. That's what UGK was. Anyways, I'm gonna say this right now. Love Timberland and Jay-Z together, not my favorite combo. You don't even like um it's hot? I don't remember. No, no, Snoopy that. track. Snoopy track with Juvenile? Snoopy track's hot. That's one of my favorite Not joints. Not hot enough to put in the conversation the best, though. What? Not ahead of Premiere oh, or Ski. Wow. All right. That's just my opinion. All right. Um. Oh, wait. Hold on. We, we, oh, we got to get Timbaland this... and Jay made club bangers. Can we get to Swizz for a second? Yeah. I don't Swizz like you say Swizz. Swizz Beats. I say Swiss. It's not how you... Really? Swizz Beats. Swiss. Swiss. You say Swiss Beats? Just say it. Just say it regular. Swiss beats. Swiss beats. Not swizz. No, no. That's you said. Say it regular. I, my regular is swizz. It's like when people say cipher. Cipher. I'm like <laughs> just cipher. Just. <laughs> well, no, no. You have a stupid name. I say it with all due respect. Your name is stupid. You don't even have a name. Yo, I, when your I hip hop name is crap. <laughs> when I say to people, "Oh, I have a co-host," they go, "What's his name?" I always have to prepare them, and I have to go, "Well." You're not going to understand what I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> but cypher sounds. The words don't even go together. It's You and Swizz, you should you should understand. I do, and that's why I'm trying to get you to say it right. Oh, stop it, Cypher. Um, all right, well, Swiss, Swizz beats. Yeah. Why? Uh, if I Should Die with the Rangers. Money Cash Hose, DMX. That's If I Should Die is, what is that song? Get out of here. 
But Money Cash Hose was... Money Cash Hose. Can I tell you the truth, though? Let's just be real. When you compare Swizz Beats of today to Swizz Beats of Money Cash Hose... Yeah, but... It's a joke. It was an era, though. He was just... For people who don't realize, there were a lot of people who thought Swizz was a joke, just saying, at the time, who thought all that guy does is hit the most simple Casio beat mm -hmm. and just play a couple notes. Yeah, that's what he was doing. And it was... But it was popping. Well, he... <sighs> I didn't necessarily I didn't necessarily love the sound he ushered in in that 98 99 era whatever that was mm -hmm. but I respected it I respected what he was doing So uh, what's your favorite of the uh the J the J okay. Swizz collabs As a DJ in the tunnel Money Cash Hose was a banger Listening to Money Cash Hose today I'm like yeah. Ew. Ew. Like, what am I listening yeah. to? Yeah, it's bad. But at the time, so good. And then DMX was, I mean, you couldn't get more scorching hot than DMX. No. Not you know to mention if you wanted to like really have like a poor representative, poor representation of what hip hop is, it'd be like, here, listen to this chorus. Money, cash, what? Money, money cash, hoes. Just oh. in case. By the way, money and cash are the same thing. I always used to say that. No, it's not the same. Actually, sorry, it's not. Money is what you have in the bank. Cash is what you have in your pocket. But do you think he's being? Do you think they're being specific when they say money, that? Money, cash, money, cash, hoes. It's a pretty bad chorus. No, I think money over hoes. You know what I'm saying? But is that what they're saying? I don't know. Anyways, it wasn't. It wasn't meant for us. Um, how about another song that I only refer to as Jigga My? Yeah. Yo, Jay Z did this a lot. Can I just say he was a jerk? <laughs> what it just creates. the amount of n-word songs uh, it, you it's, can't say what's the first one? Oh, wow he may have more n-word songs than anyone ain't no that are big uh -huh. ain't, ain't no, no n-word jigga n-word what n-word who jigga my n-word <laughs> and um n-words in paris mm. those are the four maybe biggest n-word songs of all time mm. oh my god n-word please with pharrell <laughs> that's five <laughs> Yo, do you just not want me to talk about your songs? <laughs> uh, did you ever realize till right now how many N-word songs he has? No, I never put it together. But I wouldn't. Someone he's like, like you he's would. He's like N-word scissor hands. <laughs> I don't even know why. Um, but but uh, Jigga. Jigga's. Now, Jigga's technically not his song either. It's a Rough Rider song. It's Rough Rider's compilation album, and then he put it on his album. All right. So Swiss Beats. Um, all right, so then you got Volume 3. By the way, I do think Swiss is in the conversation, though, because Swiss also did... Um, oh, sorry, you were still talking about Volume 3. Keep going. I was talking about him. Yeah, I, I thought you moved on. Swiss Beats. Uh, Girl's Best Friend. Things That You Do. I don't even know. What's Things That You Do? I don't even know what that is. I don't know. Uh, Blueprint 3, he did On to the Next One. Big record. Big, huge smash. Big record. Uh, Kingdom Come, Dig a Hole, which is which, my favorite. Which is the best song on. People think it's the best song on Kingdom Come. Yep. I think it's the second best song. Watch the Throne. He did Welcome to the Jungle and Murder to Excellence. Murder to Excellence is amazing. Welcome to the Jungle grew on me. I didn't like it at first. Actually, you know what? I like Welcome to the Jungle, too. Yeah, it grew on me. Uh, Magna Carta, uh, Open Letter, and oh, just oh, oh uh, Verses. And he, but he, he produced them with Timbaland. Itself. Yeah, that was... He didn't do his, I feel like there was more. He didn't do as much as I thought. It's still just a the, good run. The though. ones he, the, yeah, Jigama N word in the tunnel was just disgusting. It was and like there's no Rough Riders on it. 
It's no. a Rough Rider compilation album. No Rough Riders on the song. That's that's one of my favorite things about that song is that it was the biggest song off of the compilation. Yeah. Because remember, the song Rough Riders Anthem was a DMX song. It wasn't from the compilation. Right. So from the compilation, Jigga was the biggest song. And it was just, yeah, it was a Jay-Z solo song produced by Swizz. Did you ever hear the remix? Yeah. They did a Rough Riders meme remix, but they just took the, the intro part and made it a beat. I can't do it anymore. Clear it legally. Oh, but they just made that it. a beat and then the locks and everyone rhymed on yes. it, but it wasn't as good. No. Yeah, that was a banger. Swiss Beats was a good one. I remember when uh, when Jigga came out, I was working at WPGC. I was board opping for Tigger and, and interning for Tigger. We played, you know what we played that song off of? Cart. Of a cart. It was on a cart. Like an eight track tape. It was on like an eight track tape. So crazy. Um, okay, uh, Pharrell, Sife. This is your. This is the guy you think is it. You think this is the best one. Uh, this is not enough. Bink. Can you pull up Bink? There's more Bink. Okay, well let's get. We'll get to Bink. Pharrell, Sife. I just okay. want to love you. Arguably, yeah. mm -hmm. Jay's biggest club song of all time. Um, eh. it stood the test of time. Solo, solo. solo. Cause N words in Paris, I think is. Oh yeah, sorry. That's that's that's. Nah, I don't know. He has a lot of big ones. This is the most. This is gonna sound exactly what you just said. This is the most clubby club song. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like not just a hip hop club. Like anywhere that song plays, anywhere. It's such a club song that he raps about clubs on the song. Even if you were at like a house club and they did like a ten minute hip hop set, that'd be one of the songs. It's possible. You know what I mean? Although now Paris would have surpassed that. You're right. Yeah, but that, and that's the song that turned the Rockefeller compilation album into a Jay Z album, The Dynasty. Oh, really? It's basically what it was already kind of going that way. And then they, because, oh, that, no, no, it switched the single. Remember, they put out the single of Parking Lot Pimpin'. Mm -hmm. And there was a, a vinyl, everything service. Oh, wait, 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 wait. I did. I only know "Parking Lot Pimpin'" as the B side to "I Just Want to Love You." No, it was the single. And then they redid it. And then they and then they heard this. Where's uh? What is this album? What was that album? Volume three. No, Dynasty. Oh, sorry, Dynasty. Dynasty. Rock La Familia. Um, hold on. Get your mind. Just "Parking Lot Pimp." What was the other one? Oh, change the game. No, change the game and um, you, me, him, and her is a single. Okay, I don't remember which one because I think they're both the same producer. But either change the game or parking lot pimp was the single, and then Pharrell gave him that song. They were like, "Stop the presses, everything stop." And Def Jam was like, "We already." Put, he's like, "No, stop, stop everything. Who stops in the middle of a single to go? No, no, this is the single." And obviously, they made the right choice. It's it's a huge huge record, yeah, and so that that starts the relationship with Jay Z and Pharrell. It's also a great record because um, it has all the, it has so many singable parts in the song, right? As a DJ, there's so many parts you drop the music and let the crowd sing along. To I just want to love you. Does he perform it always? I can't really picture him performing I it. Can't that much. either. I'm sure he does. I'm sure he does, but. Why? But why can't either? Oh no, I can picture it. It sounds different too because I've heard him do it with the live band, and yeah. it does feel a bit different. Yeah, um, I don't like it. There's some songs with Jay. I just want to hear the the actual track. Yep, I agree. 
Um, excuse me, miss. Oh. Big. Excuse me, miss. Remix. Bigger. Bigger? The remix? Club wise. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Memphis Fleet be puffing that la la la. You know what I'm saying? BC will be puffing the la la la. They all, I got to tell you, I've, I've heard the song. Apparently, they're all puffing the la la la. Uh, uh, so yeah, um, then you got N-Word Please, which is one of my favorite songs. Allure off the Black Album. Allure is crazy. Change Clothes, I could do without. I'm not a fan of Change Clothes. You know what I love, though, Saif? Talk to me. That Blue Magic off American Gangster. And oh, I'm glad we brought that up because DJ Cast One hit me with the ill information that we missed when we talked about American Gangster. What is that? He said, he reminded me, shout out to Cast One who listens to the podcast. He said, it was not the official soundtrack. He asked, he wanted it to be the official soundtrack. They said no. They put out an official soundtrack. This was his soundtrack. Really? And he said, according to Cast One, who's a J, pretty big J Stan. Yeah. Hove wanted to be in the movie, was denied then wanted to do the soundtrack was denied wow. and then said fuck it and made the soundtrack himself that's not the soundtrack to the movie no he I sent mean me, obviously because it's a time period piece he sent me the um the link to what the sound to the actual soundtrack and it's like just old songs yeah, it's just it's just a random wow i didn't know he wanted to be in the movie cuz i don't see jay ever wanting to be in movies that listen that could be not true in which case, Jay, I think you should send a letter to Cast One and tell him. But that was just, as someone who knows a lot of inside hip-hop shit and has been around for a long time, I take it as pretty credible coming from him. We get a cease and desist letter from Rock Nation. You frame it? Oh, no, no. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And great call. So the soundtrack to American Gangster, the real soundtrack, Bless you. has uh, Anthony Hamilton, but it also has John Lee Hooker and Bobby Womack and more Anthony Hamilton and Sam and Dave and the Staples Singers, Public Enemy. They have a full soundtrack with all kinds of random music on it, which so I did American, not realize. So American uh, American Gangster is not the official soundtrack. No. That's crazy. It is. Are it, there clips of the movie in the video? And think about the cover. The cover isn't the album. It's Jay-Z walking with a trench coat on. I love a good trench coat picture. It was inspired picture. by the Ridley Scott crime epic. Really interesting. That's so really thank you, weird. thank you, uh, Cass, for reminding me of that. Um, so Blue Magic, you like on there? Blue Magic, he's doing what? Blue a Rock Him song? Like he's covering like a piece of a Rock Him song? So what if you flip a couple birds? I can. What's the hook of that? Um, you don't know. Forget it. No, 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 no. Don't, don't do this. You don't know. I'm going to who sampled. Blue Magic. Uh, Blue Magic. Jay-Z featuring Pharrell Williams. Contains samples of... Wow. You're very knowledgeable about the rap. And That's the, right. And the hip-hop. Yeah. It's sampled Hold On by In Vogue. Okay. And My Melody my by melody. Eric B. and Rakim. That's it. He's doing My Melody. I don't know. Jay-Z with Pharrell is like cause also Peanut Butter um, Jelly. It's just it's just showing the Jay-Z songs, but like Frontin' is a is a incredible Jay-Z and um Pharrell collabo. Mm -hmm. Uh they have another one somewhere. Yeah, but the the two biggest are um I just wanna love you and Frontin'. 
which were around the same time too. Front was off of the Clones album, and I thought it was great. Later on, um, they did stuff on Watch the Throne. Um, do you like BBC on Magna oh, Carta? I didn't even realize Pharrell did that. Gotta have it. Yep. I did not even realize that. Wow. I stopped. You know what it was when we stopped getting albums and you stopped reading the credits? It's, it it, it, it changed the game. Yes. Completely changed the way you look at production changed the credits. Game. Magna Carta, two of my favorite songs are Pharrell. Yep. BBC, which is, I don't understand why it's called BBC. Why is Jay-Z boy? song named after Pharrell's clothing line? Yeah. That's, oh. I forgot. He's a billionaire. No. He, at one point, Jay-Z's company bought Billionaire Boys Club. Yes. And then it didn't, I don't think it really worked out. So they just went back in the oceans is dope too. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't, Saif, I feel embarrassed to say this. Pharrell did ape shit? No. That can't be right. That can't be right at all. Did he? I don't think that's right at all. So who lied to us? Who made this up? The from the Jay-Z and Beyonce album. I'm looking it up right now. Yeah. Pharrell did ape shit. I can't, I don't, I don't want to believe it. Yep, producer Pharrell Williams. Done. Wow. So everything we just were saying, let's delete that. Is it too late? They kept it in? Yeah. The part where we just they got it all wrong? It. They left it. Okay, yes, Pharrell definitely did that. And I knew that. And I always was like, oh my God, totally love this song. And Pharrell produced it. You think we should have stopped our Jay-Z podcast like after Black Album? You mean because we don't know anything? <laughs> <laughs> we're old, man. We have the era that we were into. I did not know Pharrell but I, did and that. The funny thing is Ape Shit's my favorite Jay-Z Beyonce song, and I did not realize Pharrell I'm did glad that. you brought that up. Let's get back into Blueprint. Let's talk about the Blueprint album. It's obviously one of the brighter moments in Ho's career. Yep. Our boy Young Guru, uh, if you don't know who Young Guru is, he's Jay-Z's DJ and more officially Hov's longtime engineer, talked with us on the old one app in 2016 about how it came to be. Um, but then we was working on, I think, a Beans album. Kanye West says, yo, I got the CD. He brings it to baseline, has nine joints on it. Who's Kanye at the time? Just a producer. Just a producer. But you know him from D Dot days. No, he's a Rockefeller producer. He's produced stuff for no, us. No, I know, but I'm saying. So you know, now it's both. This is the Kanye that has been spitting rhymes to us when everybody's going, yo, fam, just pay me the bleed. Right. Like, like <laughs> all that rhyme, yeah, yeah, yeah. play me the beat. I know him from Derek, where I'm like, yeah, he can rhyme, right. but right now you're killing yeah, the beats. beats yeah. Like, do the beats. Yeah. So he brings a CD with nine joints. That's on a Friday. By Monday, we had seven songs for the Blueprint. That's how good that CD was. Oh, the CD, his beats? That Kanye brought. Wow. Ooh. The other two that didn't make it out of the nine was um, Alicia Keys with, with most of, you don't no, know my name. name. Right. And a, and Why'd a, you say Alicia Keys with most? He's in the video. Yeah, he's Got in the video. it. He's Thank you. Uh, and, and a Ludacris. Ludacris ended up using that ninth beat. One, I can't uh, remember the title. Oh, yes. But the other ones... We messed with. They didn't all make it to the album, but he cut to all of them. Right. Right? Wow. So then, Where are those? Where are those versions? Amen. So you have, you so, have them. <laughs> yeah, so what you're saying is, so what you're yeah, saying yeah, is, real quick, just want to establish this. Yeah. You are saying that you are in possession 
of At Kanye West produced Jay Z songs that never came out. I have a million of those. We've never. It's not really an exclusive. Rhyme for anything else. It's an exclusive no. for us. All right, no. we're taking so it. So those no. are when people hit me with the yo, how many undone Jay Z songs do you have or unreleased? And I'm like, yo, I have a million of them, but they're not released for a reason. Now, Saif, I know this would sound like the really over the like cliched mainstream thing to say. Yeah, but you certainly could argue that Kanye West is the best and most important collaborator of Jay's. Oh, it's in the, the combo. Most, well, it's the what? It's in the it's what? in the conversation. Of course, it's in the conversation. Um, there's a lot more that Kanye did that people that people even know. Kanye was involved with a lot of Jay-Z music where he doesn't even get credit and he's not featured and he doesn't produce the song. Can you give us an example? No. Okay, thank you. But that was definitely happening. Yeah, there's Kanye was a, a lot, a lot around. A lot? People would normally say he was around a lot. A lot. You said a lot around. Anytime Jay was recording, Kanye was around. There um, was something. And Blueprint, of course, his contributions were huge. Yeah, and think about Kanye West is how bad he wanted to be down with Jay-Z, where he already had a manager. Uh, D-Dot, the mm -hmm. mad rapper, Derek D-Dot Angeletti, and yep. his company was managing Kanye. So there's um, Kanye Beats that were out on as D-Dot, as a ghost producer. Kanye did a lot of those beats, or some of them. And then he gets down with the Blueprint album and they want to sign him to management. And instead of saying, I already have a manager, he just said yes. And then he paid his old manager their commission and then his new managers. I'm going to throw some songs at you produced by Kanye West. Mm -hmm. You tell me if you like them. Have you heard Takeover? Love Takeover. That's produced by Kanye West. Yeah. Um, this Can't Be Life off Dynasty. Love it. One of my favorite songs. Lucifer. Lucifer's great. Kanye West. Have you heard of Izzo? Hova? Not my favorite. But still, it is a big song. Huge song. Is it? What? Is, never, is, I never hear it play. It was a huge song at the time. Was it? Yes, it was. How was it? Where was it big? H to the Izzo was a big crossover song. So it was on radio, on yes. white radio, you're Not saying? Not just white radio. I would say more black radio, but huge you on said black crossover. radio. crossover. Right. One of those songs that's so big on black radio that everybody who ever even stops by those radio stations I barely ever played that song in a club. Well, you think you're the be-all, end-all? I'm just saying. It was a huge song. I bet if you were to ask Jay-Z, he would say that Izzo had a, a profound effect on his career. Think so? I really do. Yeah. I don't hear it. It was the biggest song on that album. I don't hear it. Well, then open your ears. I don't hear it. Encore, Black Album? Yeah. It's not my favorite. I don't know. I play it a lot, but it's not my faves. Bonnie and Clyde. He did Bonnie and Clyde. That's right. I mean, it's really just a ripoff, but he did it. Oh. I mean, it's me and my girlfriend, as we talked about. Ooh, what about Never Change? I never change. Never, never, never. I never. That's one of my favorites. Kanye um, soul samples? Come on, you can't go wrong. Um, produced with no ID was Run This Town. Oh, I didn't know that. Yep. Um, how about Heart of the City? I grew to love it later. I didn't like it when it first came out, but yeah, that's dope. I just, my favorite thing about Heart of the City, besides the incredible Bobby Bland sample and flip that he, it's an amazing record. The reason why you know that is why you have the 45? Correct. Is, uh, thank you. 
Um, I went out and bought it. Right, that was like probably one. Seriously, in the first like five forty fives, I went and sought out because it's such a forty five ish record. Yeah. Here's Kanye talking about how Jay helped shape and popularize his sound on One App back in two thousand thirteen. Wow. A different type of way. Everybody had they the real producer. Everybody had they swag and they thing that they brought. I had this production level where I would take these like really infectious samples, put uh, an infectious thought idea that everyone could relate to. Because it felt like no one could relate to me, or never no one wanted to be me. Everybody wanted to be more like gangster and stuff when I was coming. So I I put that together and kind of created this palette that Jay Z. Uh, helped me out with with the blueprint to, mm-hmm. to make that popular because Jay Z's really great at setting new trends and everything. So he made that popular. And I put that spoken word style on top of it. But my drums, if you listen to the, my Sonics, they wouldn't compare to anything that Dilla was doing, or anything that Dr. Dre was doing, or anything that Swiss Beast is doing, or anything that Pharrell was doing. All right. Well, listen. Um, we just talked about Kanye's production. Yeah. Let's talk about them collaborating as artists, as rappers, on the next episode. Because yeah, we're, right. we were going to do it all in one episode. The producers and the rap collaborators. It doesn't make sense. Like, he has nine thousand features. We have to get to. Yeah, there's a lot. He's done more than I even realized. So, we'll do that next episode. Hey, Max, Mop. Yeah. I mean, a million bajillion. This list we have is disgusting. Shaquille O'Neal. Rick Ross, John Legend, Big L, John B, Neo, Foxy Brown, Twister. When was the last time you heard anyone say Big L and John B back to back <laughs> like I just did? Um, Memph Bleak, Buster Rhymes, OC. There's so many. There's so many. Faith Evans, Jazzo, right. well, Rel. I thought you said next episode. So we'll do that next episode. Make sure you like, favorite, leave a comment, and do all that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Subscribe. Should I just call this number that I have for Jay-Z? <laughs> How old is it? I don't know. Well, if we're just calling random numbers, sure. That would be a big get for the podcast, I think. Can I have some help you? What is this? This is Randy. Oh, is Sean there? Who? Sean. You're the wrong number, sir. Oh, uh, this is not Sean Carter? Yo, Scythe, it says Mr. Carter in your phone. And it's just some random dude who has no clue that that was one. She- so that means at some point that was Jay-Z's phone. Number. Yeah. <laughs> wow. That went really bad. One episode hosted by me, Peter Rosenberg. And me, Cypher Sounds. Our production team is associate producer Rob Dozier. And production assistant Hebron Mendez. Dan Panarise is our associate editor. Our executive producer is Chiquita Pascal. One Ep is a production of Mass Appeal and Endeavor Audio and is also created by producer Samantha Allison of Endeavor Audio and associate producer Savannah Jeffries of Mass Appeal. As well as executive producer Mark Grandy of Mass Appeal and Dave Easton of Endeavor Audio. Cedric Wilson is our mix engineer. Kasim Bradley is our recording engineer. 